Welcome to our newest Hearts Unite the Globe hug patrons. Annie Olchek, we sincerely appreciate your support. Thank you for joining our community and making a difference through Patreon. Judy Miller, thank you for being our first Buzzsprout supporter for Bereave But Still Me. Buzzsprout started a new program where you can actually support the podcast of your choice. There are so many ways you can support Hug. All you have to do is visit our website, heartsunitetheglobe.com, to see how you too can help empower, educate, and enrich the lives of individuals in the CHD and bereaved communities. Thank you all for your continued support. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, featuring your host, Anna Jaworski. Our program is a program designed to empower the CHD or congenital heart defect community. Our program may also help families who have children who are chronically ill by bringing information and encouragement to you in order to become an advocate for your community. Now, here is Anna Jaworski. The eighth season of Heart to Heart with Anna. Our theme this season is Care for Adults with Congenital Heart Defects, and we're going to have a great show today. Today's show is Growing Up with an Adult Congenital Heart Defect Parent, and our guests are Misty and Melina Castaneda. Misty was born with Tetralogy of Fallot. She has had two open heart surgeries, the first one at eight months of age and the second one at 23 years of age. Two valve replacements, with the last one being two years ago via the transcatheter melody valve. After being told she couldn't have children, she became a young mom at 19. Misty's heart-healthy daughter, Melina, is now 19 years old herself. Misty owns an organic beauty business. Raising her daughter, she has had challenges both physically and emotionally. Misty tried to raise Melina so that her congenital heart defect wouldn't have negative effects on her daughter. However, the opposite seems to have happened. The realization of the power of Misty's congenital heart defect has hit her as her journey with her daughter has unfolded. We'll meet Melina in the second segment of the show. Welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna, Misty. Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to meet you. This is our first time to actually talk. We've been communicating on Facebook, which has been fun, but I always enjoy hearing my guests' voices. Yes, I agree. Why don't you tell us about some of the biggest challenges you faced in growing up with Tetralogy of Fallot? Some of the biggest challenges I think I face, especially being a kid, is wanting to be normal, just doing what every other kid could do. I love sports, and I wanted to play basketball forever, and the doctors were really against contact sports for a lot of years. So I really had to argue (laughs) and push (laughs) my cardiologist during my teen years to be able to play basketball, and he finally let me for a couple of years. And I did well. I did good. Oh, that's exciting. Yeah, doing things that all kids could do and being normal, so-called normal, I guess, was a big challenge for myself. Right. That would be a big challenge. I know that, especially 38 years ago, since your daughter's 19 right. and you were 19 when you had her, <laughs> assuming that you're about 38. So 38 years ago, doctors didn't know that it would be okay right. for children to play sports. And I think a lot of doctors were really overprotective when it came to the heart patients, don't you think? I agree. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they really were. 
Yeah, it sounds like you had quite a spirit, Misty, if you were able to prevail on your doctor to let you play basketball. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't take no very easily, so I really, <laughs> yeah, I was persistent very much. <laughs> well, that's terrific, though. I think we need that kind of persistence to live a quality life. So in the next segment, we're going to have a chance to hear from Melina, but I was curious what you meant in your bio when you said that you had physical challenges after having Melina. So can you tell us a little bit more about the physical challenges you've had? After having her, I just got sicker just because I didn't have my valve repaired and I didn't know, you know, 38 years ago, they told us once the surgery was done, you were so-called fixed. And I had no idea. I never transitioned into any adult congenital care. I bounced from a couple different cardiologists. And so they would say, your symptoms are fine. You're okay. You're fine. And I kept saying, but I don't, you know, I'm tired. I'm exhausted. Like breastfeeding took everything out of me. Mm-hmm. After becoming a mom, you're tired. And then add CHG to the mix on that on top with a valve failing, you're really, really exhausted. So trying to really parent and be present and do the stuff that you need to do as a mom for your child was kind of rough. So eventually, let's see, I had gotten into a new cardiologist and he was like, oh, you need to open heart surgery right away. Like your valve is leaking way too much, regurgitating, and it's not good. And I was like, what? So that was a very big, scary moment because they had told me it was fixed. And I, you know, I was fine. So at 23 years old, I went in for my first pulmonary valve replacement, and that was open heart at the time. So it was scary, it really was, Mm -hmm. and it was challenging. She was four years old at the time, so trying to kind of comprehend the bigger picture of I have a four-year-old to live for, and Mm -hmm. not knowing that I had to have another surgery and it was pretty major. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Physically trying to get to those challenges, well, not surgery taking care of the little girl, my little girl, and just 23, it hit me. It was a lot. Well, yeah, that would be a lot to hit you all at once, especially, and I keep hearing this over and over again during this season. I keep having adults who tell me that they were told they were fixed, and then a decade later, or sometimes even longer than that, they find out they weren't, quote, unquote, fixed that congenital heart defects are a lifelong condition and they require lifelong care. And that is really terrifying. When you think, oh, well, now I'm just like everyone else. And then all of a sudden you find out, no, you're not. It's terrifying. I can just imagine and to have a four-year-old child. Four-year-old children are very dependent on their mommies, of course. Yes. And that, oh my goodness, now I'm going to have open heart surgery. It makes you face your own mortality and it makes you look at life a lot differently, doesn't it? It definitely does. Oh, yeah. 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 So then you also said that you had mental challenges. Tell us more about some of the mental challenges that you had. I just, just emotional challenges for Melina, just making sure she was raised. So my CHD did not affect her in any way. And I was trying so hard for it not to affect her in any bad way, I guess. So emotionally (laughs) challenging, just trying to make sure it was an even balance for Melina. Keeping her healthy-minded so that she isn't fearful of CHD, you know, mm-hmm. and, and not knowing what that balance really is. So emotionally you're fighting it. You're trying to balance it all and learning because I knew nobody else with CHD at the time. And so I'm just kind of like efficient out of water, just trying to get going and trying to figure it out, really. There's no manual, is there? <laughs> no, there's not. Yeah, there's no, no manual that says, there's hey, you were There born. should be, but there's not. <laughs> 
There should be. But there's nothing that says here, you were born with a congenital heart defect. Here's the manual for how to raise your own child so your child won't be afraid of your heart defect and so everything yeah. will go perfectly. Well, there's no manual for any of us. There's tons of parenting manuals out there, but there's no one manual that addresses every single need we have as a parent. It's a learn as you go job and that makes it mentally and emotionally challenging. So let me ask you this and I hope this doesn't take you by too much surprise, but I'm just wondering, were you also afraid that maybe your daughter had a heart defect? Oh, yeah, definitely. We had the cardiologist check her out when she was younger, when she was born, right away, of course, because you you don't know. And the chances of her having one was huge. And she luckily didn't have a major CHD, thank goodness. I mean, later on now, she does have a little bit of a murmur, but my doctor... ACH doctor now is very confident that it's just going to close and go away. But yeah, so you're fearful. In the beginning, I really, really was. And I think us as CHDers are really scared for that. Yeah. I mean, for me, that would be scary. In fact, after my son was diagnosed with a heart defect, I was panicked that my older child had a heart defect that just had gone undiagnosed. So I think that's part of the reality that we live with as well. And it does affect us emotionally. That's why the very second show that I did, Misty, was on PTSD, (laughs) anxiety, and survivor skill, because those are emotional conditions that I'm afraid those of us in the CHD world frequently live with. Definitely. Oh, yeah. But it looks to me like your daughter is heart healthy. She is, yeah. That must have been a huge relief for you. Yeah, it's a, yeah, beyond huge. So very thankful. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, that's a real positive note for us to end on to take a real quick commercial break. Coming up next, we're going to talk with Melina Castaneda about what challenges she faced growing up with a mother with Tetralogy of Fallot when we come back after this commercial break. Hi, I'm John Montez of NBC's hit acapella show, The Sing-Off. In acapella music, it takes a team to create a sound that many will enjoy, just like it'll take a team to help my good friend Miles Schweitzer, an HLHS survivor. Let's help Miles fulfill his dream and make a big enough sound to bring awareness to congenital heart disease. Please visit him at GoFundMe.com backwards slash The Miles Project. Miles with the Y. Again, that's GoFundMe.com The Miles Project. This is for Miles. Anna Jaworski has spoken around the world at congenital heart defect events, and she is available as a keynote or guest speaker for your event. Go to hearttoheartwithanna.com to learn more about booking Anna for your event. You can also find out more about the radio program. Keep up to date with CHD resources and information about advocacy groups, as well as read Anna's weekly blog. Anna wants you to stay well-connected and participate in the CHD community. Visit hearttoheartwithanna.com today. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is Growing Up with an Adult Congenital Heart Defect Parent, and our guests are Misty and Melina Castaneda. We just finished talking with Misty Castaneda about some of the challenges she faced growing up with a congenital heart defect and having a heart-healthy daughter while still dealing with her own chronic health condition. But now we'll turn our attention to Melina. Melina Castaneda was born to a mother with congenital heart defect, so she learned from an early age what it meant to live with a chronic illness. She has been impressed with how her mother has handled her condition with so much grace. To other people, Melina's mother is sick, 
but to her, she is just her mom, regardless of her health situation. Melina believes that she was blessed to be chosen as Misty's only child. Melina grew up having a perception that her mother was just like other mothers. It never occurred to her that she was sick. As Melina has grown up, her mother has taught her not to be scared of others who are ill or dealing with medical difficulties. Melina's mother is her rock and best friend, even though there is a 20-year age difference. Melina wouldn't change her mother for the world, except maybe to get her a better working heart. So welcome to Heart to Heart with Anna Melina. Thanks for having me. Well, I just love having a mother-daughter duo on this show today. This is so much fun. Yes, it is very fun. <laughs> well, I loved reading your bio. It was so heartwarming, especially now that we heard your mom saying that she just wanted to be like everybody else, and you always felt she was. Yeah, to me, she was just my mom. I didn't see anything differently from the other moms, honestly, growing up. I think that's awesome. So why don't you tell us what the biggest challenge was that you faced in growing up having a mom who did have a chronic illness? I didn't really pay attention to it, honestly, until I was a little bit older. I mean, I remember bits and pieces when I was younger of her coming home from the hospital after her open heart, but I don't really remember a lot. But I know one thing I grew up in my early teens was just worried that her health was going to be okay because it was always on and off that one thing or another thing would go on or take a new medication now. And so for a long while, I was just watching her and making sure she was taking her meds and making sure everything was okay, going to doctors with her. And I was just always constantly worried that she would stick with me for the long run. <laughs> well, of course, we all want our moms with us for the long run. I mean, I can't imagine going through having my children without my mom being there by my side and getting married. All those important life goals, you want your mom by your side. Oh, yeah. But it sounds like you and your mom are especially close, just like I'm very close with my mom. And I feel that we're so lucky when we have that kind of relationship, don't you, Melina? Oh, yeah, I've lucked out a lot because there's a lot of kids who just they can't stand their parents, but I just absolutely love my mom. Like, she's my best friend. She's who I go to whenever I have a problem. I think that's beautiful. So your mom talked to us about some of the physical challenges that she faced as she was growing up and having a daughter, too. Pregnancy does a lot to a woman's body, and it is extremely exhausting, especially when you do breastfeed. And I'm so proud of your mom. I didn't even get to tell her that, but I am so proud of her that she chose to breastfeed because I chose to feed both my babies that way, and it is physically demanding. So what are the biggest physical challenges that you faced as the daughter of a mom with a chronic illness like Tetralogy of Fallot? I guess I wouldn't say it's one of the biggest. I don't really see her having like having a big physical challenge besides just not being able to go out and do a lot of stuff together. Because <laughs> at some point before she got her valve fixed, we wouldn't be able to go out on a lot of outings as much, and we couldn't go out and do a lot of activities before. But now it's a lot different. We can now go out and do a lot of things like go play basketball randomly or just go to the park or do stuff like that before. We weren't able to. We would usually just stay home more, which mm-hmm. to me is not a big deal because we're, we're both homebodies as it is. But growing up, I'm sure it was different for a lot of people that, that their moms could go out and do whatever, whenever on the dot. But my mom had to get at least a day to make sure her health was okay. But I wouldn't say it was really a challenge. I think it was more just a learning obstacles that we had to go through. Yeah. 
Well, and we all learn what limitations we have, whether we have a whole heart or whether we have a broken heart or whether we have what we think is a fixed heart. When it comes to life, even if you are born heart healthy, there are physical limitations. I live in the state of Texas, and it gets pretty darn hot here. We are just going on a week or two of triple-digit temperatures. And I'll tell you what, it's hard for me to go out (laughs) and do things in the heat of the day. I have to plan to go out early in the morning when it's not quite so hot or later in the evening when it's cooled down a little bit. So I think you're right. I think that if we approach life as a learning opportunity and not as something negative, I think we get a lot farther in life. And it sounds like you're such a positive young lady. I think your mom has done a great job with you. You are just delightful. So then your mom mom talked to us about some of the emotional challenges that she faced. And so I'm curious how that affected you, because it sounds to me like she really, really tried to protect you. Were you aware of some of the fears that your mom had? Yeah, I mean, me and her talked about it regularly, because we just talk about everything. But I know that she was just worried about making sure I didn't grow up with a stigma of CHD, and people who have CHD, are, some of our close friends are moms that have kids with CHD. But I just think growing up, I didn't really have an emotional challenge with it, honestly. I thought it was just something that she was born with, and that was it. Simple as that. Like, it's mm-hmm. not a big deal to me. We're going to grow up with this. I go to doctor's appointments with her, and it's not a big deal to me. I mean, growing up, I didn't really see a big deal in it either, and I still don't today. I mean, my teenage years was a little rough. Just because rolling my eyes and not wanting to listen and not have patience. But now it's like I just don't see it any differently. Like I'm not going to treat people differently because of it. I think everyone's going to be the same to me. Yeah. Right. And so now it sounds like when your mom was growing up, she didn't really know anybody else with a congenital heart defect. But now it sounds like both of you are part of the congenital heart defect community. Am I hearing that right, Melina? Yeah. Okay, and so you don't see anything negative with it, and I think that's wonderful. That's exactly how I feel. I had a son who was born with a congenital heart defect. He's 21 years old now, and he doesn't like to think about his heart defect. He just feels that's just like him having brown eyes. (laughs) It's just part of who he is. He can't control the fact that he was born with a heart that's not perfect anymore than he can control the fact that he was born with brown eyes. Exactly, yes. That's exactly how I feel, too. It's just it's what you're born with, it's what you get, and you got to figure out how you make it with life. Absolutely. Well, that's a real positive note for us to end on. Now we need to take a quick commercial break, but don't leave yet, listeners, because when we come back, we'll have both Misty and Melina in the studio together, and we'll find out what kind of advice they have for others who are facing a situation similar to their own. We'll be right back. Anna Jaworski has written several books to empower the congenital heart defect, or CHD, community. These books can be found at Amazon.com or at her website, www.babyheartspress.com. Her bestseller is The Heart of a Mother, an anthology of stories written by women for women in the CHD community. Anna's other books, My Brother Needs an Operation, The Heart of a Father, and Hypoplastic Left Heart Syndrome, a handbook for parents, will help you understand that you are not alone. Visit babyheartspress.com to find out more. Hi, I'm John Montez of NBC's hit acapella show, The Sing-Off. 
In acapella music, it takes a team to create a sound that many will enjoy, just like it'll take a team to help my good friend Miles Schweitzer, an HLHS survivor. Let's help Miles fulfill his dream and make a big enough sound to bring awareness to congenital heart disease. Please visit him at GoFundMe.com backwards slash The Miles Project. Miles with the Y. Again, that's GoFundMe.com The Miles Project. This is for Miles. Welcome back to our show, Heart to Heart with Anna, a show for the congenital heart defect community. Today's show is Growing Up with an Adult Congenital Heart Defect Parent, and our guests are Misty and Melina Castaneda. We just finished talking with Melina Castaneda about what it was like to be raised by an adult survivor of Tetralogy of Fallot and some of the challenges that she faced. And I was really so proud of Melina. For a 19-year-old young lady, she just did an awesome job of explaining to us what it was like growing up with a mom with a heart defect. Now, in this third segment, all three of us will be in the studio together, and I'm eager to see what advice Misty and Melina have to share with us. So, Misty, let's go ahead and start with you. What was the most important life lesson you've learned in entering middle age as a congenital heart defect survivor and with a teenage daughter? Biggest life lesson, that's a good question. Getting older, things get real, I think, more for my daughter and myself. Aging is something we all do, and we know life and death the factor and everything. But having a CHD is a little bit more challenging, I guess, on that spectrum. Knowing that Melina is old enough now to know the difference and seeing her true fears in her eyes, that's hard. That's hard to see, especially when... I have certain appointments coming up or I'm not feeling good or whatever it is that CHD likes to throw upon us. But that's challenging to balance it out and to really make her going to be okay. This is just part of the journey. It's part of a daily thing and I'm good. But that's challenging knowing that your daughter is on a, another level of it. That's um, just more real. Yeah, I think you're right. I think it's more real for all of us as we get older. I'm in middle age now myself, and I'm relieved that I brought both my boys to adulthood. Yay! (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? You know, that's funny you say that because my first prayer for my daughter was when I found out I was going to have her is, God, let me live till she's 18 years old. Yeah, exactly. And we'll be good. Right. That's a huge milestone. Mm-hmm. Um, hitting 18, it was a really big one. And then I'm like, yeah. I'm good. I'm okay. But still, right. the factor was- of that. Of, <laughs> and no, yeah, now, now, what, now what's going to happen? I, so, yeah, I it's, know. it's good. I totally understand because we're in the same situation. I now have two adult children. And, okay, I made it to my children's adulthood. Yay. Now what? <laughs> and I know, know there are new challenges to come. And it's exciting, but it is challenging. And so, yeah, yeah I think it does become more real, though, because, like you said, now they can understand our situation as an adult. And now we're not mommy, all-powerful which when they're really little, they think we are. Now they realize, ooh, we have faults, we have problems. Not everything Mm -hmm. is perfect and mom is dealing with stuff and they can help or they can be a hindrance. And so I think it puts more responsibility on our adult children. Don't you think so, Misty? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it sounds like your daughter, just like both of my sons, they're all sweethearts. And I think they love us very much and they want the best for us. And I think they're all trying to do the best for themselves, too. So we're really lucky we have good kids. Very blessed. Yes, we are. Mm -hmm. Okay, Melina. 
So why don't you tell us the most important life lesson you've learned in growing up with Misty as your mom? Well, I think the most important life lesson I've learned is to have patience and understanding because growing up, I just had to learn that not every day is going to be a good day, but not every day is going to be a bad day either. And that, you know, it's going to be okay no matter what. And that there are going to be bumps along the road, but it's going to be okay. And also just to help out more pretty much because it's just a struggle with her CHD sometimes. And I like to be able to make sure everything's as smooth as it can be. And I just make sure everything's just A-okay. I love that. I love that. What a sweet lesson for you to have learned. I think that's perfect. I love it. Okay, Misty, what advice do you have for other congenital heart defect survivors who are contemplating getting pregnant and having a child? Definitely ask your cardiologist first. <laughs> I mm-hmm. And, you know, what happened with me was I was still seeing a pediatric cardiologist. And so back in my day, of course, they said, no, you can't. And that's not actually true anymore. So definitely get work up, get all your testing done before you decide to get pregnant. That's huge. Being older, being lost in transition care wasn't fun, not knowing. I didn't see an adult congenital heart doctor until I was 32 years old. And I only found out because I found the ACHA. And, yeah, it was interesting. So definitely listen to your cardiologist. Go to the right one, testing and all that. And have faith. It's all going to work out. That, too, is a big deal. Have faith. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. Okay. So... You just said something that was huge. You just said that you didn't have good transition care and you didn't even really know that you need to see another doctor until you found the ACHA. So let's just talk for a brief moment about the ACHA because maybe not all of our listeners know about that organization. How did you find out about the Adult Congenital Heart Association, Misty? Online. I was just looking up tons of stuff on CHD, and luckily we have internet at this time of our life, and okay. I found it on my own, honestly. Yeah. I was struggling with my pediatric cardiologist at the time, uh, being 32 years old, and so I was really frustrated. So I was just looking for any information, and I stumbled upon ACHA, thank goodness, and uh-huh. read all the facts, and there's actually adult congenital heart doctors out there, and that's who I was supposed to be seeing. I had no idea. So once I was in touch with ACHA, then I went ahead and found in our state our hospital that does the adult congenital heart care and made an appointment. Okay. Okay. So you said you didn't really go through the transition until you were in your 30s, but you were still seeing a pediatric cardiologist. Is that correct? Right. That's correct. So that's good. Yes. So it's not like you had lost. Some people get lost to care. They just quit seeing a doctor because right. they're fixed. But it doesn't sound oh, like that definitely. was the case with you. Okay, okay. No, so, no. But you weren't seeing a cardiologist who specializes in adult care. And there really is a big difference, isn't there, Misty? There's a huge difference, yes, mm-hmm. on so many levels. They're just more knowledgeable. And knowing what I know now on adult congenital heart doctors, yeah, it's a really big difference. Right. I feel there is, too, and I love how the ACHA has done such a good job of providing information. They make so much information readily available. They have webinars. They have an excellent website, and they even have conferences. Are you going to the conference in Orlando in 2016? 
I would love to. We will see. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. Well, I, would I, love to. I hope I get to meet you face to face because I plan on Definitely. going. Definitely. So much fun. Okay, Melina, you get the last question, love. What advice do you have for other children of congenital heart defect survivors? Enjoy the ride. Honestly, it's I wouldn't trade it for the world. The way my life's planned out with my mom, it's been the most interesting and the most fun. There are there bad days and good days, but in life. We are given as children of CHD survivors is a special one, and I know I wouldn't trade it for the world. Oh, I love that. Well, you two have been so delightful. Thank you so much for coming on the show today, Misty and Melina. Thank you for having us, Anna. Well, this has been so much fun. So I can't believe that our time is up already. It went so fast, but this does conclude this episode of Heart to Heart with Anna. Thanks for listening today. Please come back next week on Tuesday at noon Eastern Time. Until then, please check out our website, hearttoheartwithanna.com, and sign up for our weekly newsletter. Remember, my friends, you are not alone. Thank you again for joining us this week. We hope you've been inspired and empowered to become an advocate for the congenital heart defect community. Heart to Heart with Anna with your host, Anna Jaworski, can be heard every Tuesday at 12 noon Eastern Time. We'll talk again next week.